Welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 49. Sad the holidays are over. Happy 2022! Ta-da! We made it. We did. I'm so excited. Um, I am too, which I just... I'm going to be honest, it still feels like 2019 because of all this madness we're in. So I cannot really fathom that it is 2022. I know. I feel, though, that this is the year that I've been looking forward to the most recently. Because I felt like 2022, I had every intention of getting my shit together, which did not happen because the world threw us all a curveball that we did not see coming. So 2021, which is kind of readjusting my goals a little bit based on the current situation and getting myself back centered and focused and in line and now I'm ready to go so bring it on I like it um I am ready to I have been trying in our real life world to work really hard this week and just get stuff done for the new year not procrastinate um I don't know I'm just pumped I'm like you I'm pumped which everybody I mean clearly if you've been listening you know that we love New Year's we had a great uh New Year's Eve planning lunch for our goals for the year it was amazing yeah uh shout out locally uh to a little hibachi place here in town that is just amazing and we ate some delicious food and planned out our lives and are feeling great about 2022 but uh, real talk, some people aren't feeling so great, I feel like, this time of year. Yeah. Um, I know everybody is not gung-ho like us on New Year's resolutions. We are slightly uh, a rare breed in that sense. Mm-hmm. But SAD is the, uh, stands for Seasonal Affective Disorder. And this is the time of year that I feel like, if it's going to set in for folks, it really starts to. I mean... On one hand, we've already had the solstice, so, like, the days are getting brighter, which Mm -hmm. is nice. I noticed today, driving home from work, that it was 5.30, and I was like, huh, look at that. Look at that daylight still out there at 5.30. Um, So, that was nice, because, quite frankly, I hate driving in the dark. Um, But this is the time of year where, like, here in Ohio, at least, our weather is crap. And I know, to our friends in Canada... Like, me complaining about our weather is pretty wimpy. I get it. But, like, it used to be when I was a kid, I feel like, and Sarah, you, you tell me because I knew you've started your childhood in some different areas. But mm-hmm. um, here in Ohio, like, winter, I feel like, used to be some of November, December, January, some of February, maybe all of February. Now, I feel like winter is, like... January, February, March, April, not really. Yeah. So like the holidays are over and I'm all about snow. But once, once Christmas is over, I'm like, okay, put that tree up. Let's get these tulips out. Right. Well, uh, and you and I were talking um, tonight, leaving work, actually. Like if it's going to be cold then snow or something like don't just be cold for the sake of being cold <laughs> don't, don't do just this cold. pity snow either i don't want a dusting of messiness that just right. creates messiness because nothing is worse to me like i love snow because it reminds me of glitter mm-hmm. same it's pretty. and the sun like it's just 
like an Edward Cullen sparkling universe. But I don't want the slush. I just want the fresh white snow. Yes. The second that they start plowing it and it's like dirt snow, then it's disgusting. And I would like that to melt and go away. But I want, right. and like last year, we, we had a lot of snow last year. Don't get me wrong. But we didn't have like a big snow. We had a lot of snow upon snow upon snow upon snow. And it was so freaking cold that none of it would ever melt. But I want like, give me 18 inches of snow. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Well, and once we see, we don't get our winters here until like after the holidays are over, really. So, like, it's like 40 and raining and wet and miserable through Christmas. And then after Christmas, when you're like, all right, the holidays are over. So, I'm done with this winter stuff. Um, then, <laughs> then we've got it all the way till really into May. A lot of times, I mean, last year, I've got a video on my phone where it snowed like after Easter, which was so depressing because Easter was so nice. Yeah. The sundress was like 75. And I'm like, oh, you're going to, we're going to snow now. Is that what we're going to do? Well, you Uh, know, and I just, I don't know. It's like, like you said, it doesn't really start now until January. And then it's like, we get, thanks to our friends in Canada, we get these things called polar vortexes here or vortices. Mm -hmm. What would that be? Plural. I'm not sure to be honest. Um, But it's like, oh, hey, it's really cold and it's winter and it's already gross outside. Let's bring you some negative 40 degree temperatures. Um, And I can't stand, for some reason, this is really weird and I don't know if other people are like this, but for some reason, when I walk out of the cold air and it hits my face, it makes me want to throw up. Mm. It doesn't make me want to throw up. It just makes me want to go back inside. (laughs) No, like it literally makes me nauseous every single time. Um. I have to put like a scarf for my, you know, I'll pull my sweatshirt up over my nose and face or something, which sounds stupid, especially because it's just stupid. But uh, I, I don't know why that is. Like, and I know that's probably not a normal thing. If you're a, if you're in the medical profession and you're listening, why do I get nauseous with cold air? Hit us up. Um, but you know, the seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder. I feel like more people probably, not that they suffer from it, but I should say, like, maybe experience it mm-hmm. more than maybe is in public knowledge. Because I don't feel like, like, I don't go to the doctor for me. Like, I don't feel like my whatever is anything, I guess, that needs, like, I don't need any medicine for it. And mm-hmm. and some people may. So, like, I'm not, you know, by no means am I judging that. But for me, you know, I'm not one that's con- considered in this 6% of people that experience this because I it's not something I've reported to my physician. Is that it? It's only 6%? 4 to 6% of people are what they consider diagnosed with oh, SAD. I was going to say, that sounds extremely low. See, I agree. And I think it's because a lot of it's probably undiagnosed. Right. Um, but yeah, 4 to 6% of people. Now, they said upwards of, say, 20%, 22% um, experience slight SAD. Um which maybe that's more of a category I would fall into, but again, I, mine's not reported. So I, you know, I'm sure there's several others out there like us that may experience it and just not report it to their physician. But, um, you know, it was interesting. They have uh, a thing, and it's like like an alarm clock, but not like a meh, 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 like an annoying alarm clock. It is called a Dawn Simulator. Hmm. It looks pretty fancy. 
but it uses um, like a more natural full spectrum light that slowly brightens and then brightens more almost like how a sunrise is. Oh, okay. To gradually and like gently brighten you up to say it's time to wake up, which I feel like that's pretty cheerful. I don't know who wouldn't enjoy that. But again, I'm one of those weirdos. I haven't used an alarm clock in probably 10 years. Oh, I definitely do. Uh, Having kids will do that to you. It's okay. Today, example, I actually went into the office. I like to leave my house by seven because although we don't have to be there till eight, I feel like I'm late if I'm not there by 730 to just get my stuff together. Anywho, I didn't wake up this morning until 620 and I did feel panicked and a little bit late about that. But I mean, it was fine. It was totally enough time to get out of the house. But I, these kids, my kids just are up so early and it's probably because I don't let them stay up late. So, yeah. I mean, it's probably my fault, but we've just been on the schedule now for, I don't know, like 11 years and nobody, no alarm clocks. We're just always up. I, I don't so much have a problem with getting up. That's not that big of a issue, I guess, with me, but I have a hard time. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like if I... I need something to do, I guess, because in the summertime, you know me, we've talked about it on here several times. Like I will walk for miles and miles and miles every day in the summertime. This summer, we will have you post your, you have your app that tracks your walks Yeah, or your miles. We'll have Mm -hmm. you share some of those mileage markers with folks because we are not joking, folks. She is a walking machine. Well, it is like in the wintertime, like I am literally sitting in the house for like six months. Well, and because of the vid, I mean, literally sitting in our house, not going out to work, not going whatever, you know what I mean? I know we do go sometimes, but. So I would, I feel like mine is maybe more of a cabin fever type situation. Good description. Than so much of like a depression, because I don't really feel depressed. I just feel anxious. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like I need, like I'm a caged animal. Um, But I'll tell you one thing that really helps is. I watch on my phone a lot, um, especially while I'm working, videos on YouTube of just beaches and sunshine and stuff like that for hours and hours and hours. And it's not even like, you know, like the YouTube videos that, you know, that you would watch. I know there's like some RVing ones and like some families that travel or people that travel or whatever. I don't even care about that. Like, I just want to see the sunshine on the beach. That is what I want to see. Well, um, if ever you want to mix those options up, I know that there are several beaches that do live cams. Oh, yeah. Um, Ocean Isle Beach does one. I believe Myrtle Beach does one. Daytona does one. But you can just start exploring beaches. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because who doesn't love a good beach? Also, we just got back from the beach. Uh, I, I know I talked about it a little bit last week. So we didn't get to really swim in the ocean much. Which, yeah. it's okay as I get older. I'm just not really a fan. No, I like the ocean. I like to see the ocean. And I don't mind to sit in a lawn chair by the like, ocean yeah but i'm much more of a pool person i Agreed. think and i think for me two reasons one if it's a beach say in the gulf shores or gulf coast or hawaii you can mm-hmm. see it's like a pool you can literally see your feet yeah yes i will do that because then i feel more aware of my surroundings 
but that's me I have to wear water shoes if I'm ever in any kind of situation like that because I'm afraid I'm going to step on someone's I just literally got goosebumps everywhere just even thinking about it Mm -hmm. I don't wear or stingrays or something you know I don't know you know I'm weird about socks in general and I would just like to go barefoot everywhere like that guy what was that do you remember that survival show it was Cody and somebody the other guy was from Ohio he turned out to be a total fraud. Nat Geo did not check him out thoroughly. Was it that Bear Grylls? Uh-uh. Now nah, he's no. legit. This was dual survival is what it was called. Oh, I've never heard of it. I'll have to look it up. I freaking loved it. So look it up because it's, I mean, fraud or not, it's interesting on the same. So the way he frauded them, he was, he was from Southern Ohio, like Peebles area. Oh, Maybe okay. perhaps related to a former person. Anywho, oh. um, that we worked with, perhaps. Oh, Um, but he told him that he was like, yes, I'm an ex-military, whatever, trained, yada, yada, list of credentials. Nobody checked those creds. And turns out he was just some hilljack from Southern Ohio that knew those woods like it was nobody's business. Oh, my God. But they made a whole show, a whole series around it. That is like one of the worst things you can lie about, too. I hate when people lie about being in the military that weren't. Yes, actually, that I did really makes my blood boil <laughs> this past football season because I'm just a spa- it makes my blood boil too, and I'm a spaz. And they did one of the football games um, on 9/11. They did like a uh, servicey type thing at the at the front end with the anthem mm-hmm. and some flags. They handed them out to the folks that they had stand if they were in the military, and some of the folks standing, I just didn't know. And that's not you know it's not my business to know. But I was like, if I find out that one of these people stood up and claimed this when it was not legit, like I literally did research yeah. to verify because I there's a lot of people that do that. And it's really, I don't understand why, like, I don't understand the thought process and probably because I never thought to be that shady, I guess. But I, I, I don't know. Like, for me, lying about being in the military, you might as well be lying to Jesus or the Bible. And I know that everybody has different religions, so I'm just saying whatever your thing is. Like, I would compare lying about the military up to that standard. Because that, in any country, is a huge sacrifice of time away from your family and sometimes loss of life or loss of limbs or injuries. I mean, it's literally hard to tell, so I'm not going to try to go down that rabbit hole, but I'm just saying, in my opinion, lying about something like that is crazy. So I fathom... That, but yeah, we we did the football thing, and I did. I Jeff made fun of me because I was looking stuff up about stuff and trying to just verify all of that because I don't know. I wouldn't have probably been able to keep my mouth shut if it was a lie. Right. But luckily for everyone, I was able to. Well, and I think it. that it's. I'm pretty sure, and if it's not, uh, it should be. But I'm pretty sure that like that's that comes with some charges if you get caught oh, doing okay. that good good it should it truly should like the same as impersonating an officer i feel like yeah um so aside from the alarm lamp sunshine glow worm is what i kind of feel like it is for kids do you remember oh i love them things so did i um but i know anybody that is an essential oil person is going to love me saying this everybody swears by essential oils but in researching for our episode tonight essential oils and aromatherapy is a big thing to help it mm-hmm. said also and i didn't realize that i personally love oils <sighs> i love the smell of a lot of them i just love a lot of them 
um like thieves oh, i just yeah i love um doTERRA's breathe it's a combination of oils and it's really great too but i know it's not everyone's thing they're pretty strong and jeff hates them anytime i've ever had them he's like oh what is that smell um they well, say and i think it really depends on what you used to like i feel like this day and age especially with the internet it's hard to know what is snake oil and what is legit that's why i will say i like there's two that i know commonly young living mm-hmm. and doTERRA and i feel well like tea tree oil like that has been proven to keep lice and fleas and yes. stuff off of yep. animals so there is a lot of science that backs those things up well and they say that if you smell like a certain oil say thieves and it smells bad to you it's because you need it or you whatever like I don't know and I don't huh. use them often like here I am acting like I know what I'm talking about but I did <laughs> do a lot of research when mom first got sick with cancer because they also say if you eat like a high alkaline diet mm-hmm, I've heard that, that um so like we were I mean when your mom's diagnosed with stage four cancer you kind of just resort to like what's that stand on your head and tap your toe let's try it you know what I mean we were dying yeah. or whatever so you know the oils um one of our co-worker sisters is big into that and you know she gave me some things to look for and get and try but like I just love lavender I've got um like a lavender the kids call it a sleepy stick it's like a ginormous chapstick if you will is what it looks like yeah but it's lavender and I'll put it like at bedtime on their temples or their wrists or whatever Gatlin likes it on his nose so he can smell it up but I love lavender Jeff hates it too hates well it. and lavender is another one that's been around for years and I feel like has some science to back it up well and also. you know peppermint oil uh keeps yeah bugs spiders that mm-hmm. kind of thing away um, you know, so there are a lot of good uses, but as far as seasonal depression goes, that's also something that they say it helps um, with something. Oh, hang on here. I'm, gonna, I'm sitting in my car recording. Not that anybody cares, but we're on this new travel basketball thing and the timing works out to where I just decided based on the time Gatlin had to be here and the time that I had to pick him up. I was like, well, I'll just sit in the car and record. But I left my little dome light on this whole time. Mm hmm. And it shut off. Please tell me my battery's not dead. Oh. Um, do 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 do. I'm gonna play Jeopardy music real quick as I Hallelujah. It's oh, started. I was okay. gonna say Whew, did it sorry start for, because yes. <laughs> sorry for the dingy Send car. help. Send up smoke signals so we can come find you. Yes, yeah, something. Uh hi, I'm hiding out recording my podcast behind the school gymnasium and my battery's dead because i forgot to turn my light off that would be great um okay (laughs) thank you listeners for that brief segment of panic in my life um but okay so back to anywho essential oils so that Mm -hmm. was another thing um but did you know also knitting and crochet and activities that you can do with others also help your sad and I will say, and I have said this before, so I don't, you know what I mean? I don't mind to say it. I am a super duper anxious person. You will never see me not tapping my leg or spinning back and forth in a chair or something like that. But crocheting, I could do that for hours on end. 
and sit still and do that. And it is the only thing I feel like that has ever just calmed my mind enough to where I can just function and have just normal thoughts, I guess. Not not that I think unnormally, but like to just process my day. Oh, no, I agree. And I truly wish that... I was a knitter before mom died because I spent countless hours at the James and lived there for like, I don't know, the last week of her life before they put her to hospice where we lived there for like a week. And I needed something therapeutic like that. I needed something that was mindless that I could just get away from where we were at. I mean, it was crazy. We were sleeping in chairs. Let me tell you, the James is an amazing hospital. It is the best cancer hospital you will find. Their doctors are the best. It is the Ohio State University. So, I mean, no disregard as far as that goes. But for their ICU waiting room, they have two ICUs that share a waiting room. Mm -hmm. And eh, I don't know, there's maybe about 10 chairs in there. Well, let me tell you, there's like 20 people just in my family alone. I mean, my mom was one of eight and her dad was one of 17. So we don't really fit in a waiting room like that. And this is all pre-COVID, so it's not like there was any restrictions or anything crazy at the time. But they could have had a better situation there for us because, one, I could have sat there knitting at least. But, like, Mm -hmm. we would sleep in shifts pushing two chairs face-to-face together so that it made the world's smallest toddler size if you can think of that and that's how we lived for a couple of weeks so I would have loved to have something like knitting to do during that time I mean my phone went dead at one point I didn't have a charger I drove all the way home like with nothing and I, I mean if I could have at least just sat there and knit like instead of staring at those stupid beeping machines and watching my mom die like it was stupid so I if anybody is going through an experience like that I suggest you take something up like this because it I like I really think it would have helped me more um not that that's seasonal depression that's just grief but same you know I guess sadness um shifting gears real fast here let's talk about our temperature blanket group online yes needles hooks and dirty looks podcast year long stitch oh my gosh we have had so much activity in it but more so than that what i love about it is every single person in there i feel like has been supportive we have not had a single person um that has had to get the boot or yes, negative towards anybody at least not that i've seen Nope, I have not either. And everybody has been like, looks great, awesome, can't wait to see it. And you know what? People are so freaking creative. Like, and so many, is this is their first mind. one that they've done, and they're excited to start. I and love blow, it. Blowing my mind. So, like, here we're thinking temperature blankets. You and I made one for snow. I made one for a significant weather event because I'm a weirdo about weather. Somebody came up with the idea of a mood blanket. Yeah. What? And it's like, you know anxious depressed um eager you know there's a bunch of different things that they're annoyed like they had a bunch of different 
things on there. Sarah and I joked that ours would be changing like halfway through each row, like starting out happy. Now I'm annoyed. And now I just want to finish this row without anybody asking me any questions. Well, and someone else had a great idea that I thought was really cool was the sparkle yarn for birthdays. And yes. I never would have thought about that. I also never, or bordering each month. Right. Like a bordering color. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm doing that because quite frankly, I'm worried about already the size of mine, but yeah, again, just super crafty and creative. So I'll tell you, if you're listening and you're not making a giant, you know, daily changing color blanket, whatever with us, Stitchathon, mm-hmm. join our group anyway, because it's really a nice, fun group of ladies. We've got ladies in there from six different countries. Um, so shout out to everyone there. And even if you don't want it to be a temperature blanket, but you still want to have a little small project to do all year that doesn't require a lot of your time you're like yeah i can just stitch a row a day join us doesn't have to be anything special right and um another one was someone went back and looked at the birth year of their child mm-hmm. and then did that so there are all sorts of different ways and even if you don't knit or crochet we're a fun crowd join us i'm excited about that part of it like the ladies that have joined in so far, we look at, uh, we haven't had any guys join us, but anywho, um, we look at, like, I look at, we're going to be together for a year trying to do this. So, like, I'm excited to learn when it's people's birthday. And hopefully longer than that, because if it's successful, I want to continue next year. Oh, my gosh, yes, because I've already been, um, Sarah took me down a dark rabbit hole of searching on Pinterest and looking at yarn mood boards, which I don't oh. know the thing, <laughs> but you better believe I have, like, 12,000 saved, and Jeff is already annoyed because I keep talking about my 2023 temperature blankets or how to do this, and he's like, look, we're four days in, can you pipe it down about next year's, you know, whatever, but no, I can't, and I won't, um, but I just went with this time around literally just the yarn that I had. Um, I'm going to turn my car off here because now I'm still sitting. But um, I think something's wrong with this car. Jeff's going to have to check it out. It smells like gas. Oh, or like maybe he spilled okay. some when he got gas. I don't know. It smells like Are gas. you warm though? Because it's cold outside. Like are you staying warm? Um, yeah, no, I'm good. It's totally warm in here. Okay. Um, it is really cold outside. We We got spoiled again last week. You know, it was decently nice and whatever and now it is like frigid it was like seven degrees when i woke up this morning fahrenheit i know my Um, furnace is having the hardest time keeping up (sighs) gonna have to get all pioneer lady one of these days and stoke the fire but i i'm not gonna go to sleep with a fireplace going that does not sound safe no unless you're sleeping like in front of it to keep an eye on it like a campfire right Um, right our downstairs and upstairs heat are different. So at one point in our house's life, it was separated out into an upstairs apartment and then a downstairs apartment because our house is pretty big. We didn't do this. We don't own the home. We rent it. So the guy that owns it or whoever had it set up this way. But at some point, somebody was like, that's dumb and knocked the wall at the stairs back out, closed off that doorway. And it's just a regular house again. But um the downstairs heat and upstairs heat are different as are the meters for the electric so it's funny because every month we get two electric bills for the downstairs for the upstairs they've never put it back on one meter oh Um, my gosh but the downstairs heat and it's funny because the upstairs like we sleep up there that's about it so the upstairs electric bill will be like 
$32 or, I mean, it's so silly that it's that way, but, um, the downstairs heat is gas. So it keeps up pretty well, except for when we came home from vacation, the pilot light was out. I blame that on Pap. So he was, he was house sitting while we were gone, which he usually does, which is fine. He's just out there. He's 86 and you just can't tell him anything. And he'd be like, Yeah, I'd sleep here until about three and then get up and go home. What? So you'd be <laughs> getting up at three and four in the morning and then driving home to sleep the rest of his sleep on his own bed. Oh my gosh. But at one point he said he had the door propped open for something and it was windy and he thinks maybe that's what blew the pilot light out. But a bunch of different buttons had been hit. Like maybe he blew it out and didn't know what to do. So we just started pounding buttons on our thermostat <laughs> because oh, no. there was buttons hit that like we've never even hit before. And we've been oh, here for gosh. four years. But so he left. He had been there and he left probably because it was so cold. It was like 50 degrees in the house. Right. Um, nothing says welcome back from the beach, like all of that. But of course, like I said, it's like seven this morning now. So we've really dramatically shifted. Yeah. Um, which means everybody is like sniffling and whatevering and side eyeing people because everybody thinks everybody has COVID. I know. It's like crazy. Here's some hacks at the office today, and everybody's like, Who's coughing? I know. I'm like the same <laughs> lady that's been coughing since she's been smoking the past 60 years of her life. Like, right. Oh, Don't mind please. me. I've just got two years of dust on my desk. That's the only thing that I'm coughing. <laughs> right. That's the only reason I'm coughing right here, please. Oh. Um, yeah it's so silly I don't know but so I have on my desk um I noticed this yesterday I went to the vending machine to get a snack and I have a change jar on my desk that's an old pickle jar and it's just full of change and that thing had been sitting there for so long I don't know what the situation was but it resealed itself and I'm like oh, no, the button like the button was Yes, I was like, did somebody oh, no. unseal my pickle jar? So I just canned my change. So I can't, can't oh, do you know out. how much trouble you would be in? I'm going to report it. Like, Ohio lady is pressure canning her coins since there's a coin <laughs> shortage. <laughs> right, I was like, what is going on? I was like, why can't I open this? But it had resealed itself. Oh, that I don't funny. know. Like, I mean, I don't, I haven't been there really for a couple years. I don't know if there's like a temperature situation or something i mean did they pressurize the building yeah hyperbaric chamber um yeah i don't know that's really strange so for our listeners not in the u.s we're laughing because currently here in our country there's this weird thing that keeps happening and they keep trying to claim that there is a change like a coin shortage but there's not any less coins than there has ever been in my life so i'm not sure I just don't know. But, you know, as soon as they use the word shortage, then everybody starts like, whoop, there's a shortage. I'm keeping it. I'm not going to get my change. So then there is a shortage because now everybody's hoarding their coins. So it would it would literally make the news here if I spit out a story that the host of this podcast is pressure canning her coins to save <laughs> them from the shortage. I did it all. Uh, I just needed like 85 cents to get a bag of chips. The media would out run the with it. New expression to breaking mm-hmm. the bank instead of a piggy bank local Ohio woman is pressure caning. Her I almost thought that was, I was like, is this what we're going to do today? Like I have to go find somebody to open this pickle jar <laughs> to get 85 cents out. <laughs> but that, and we, we work with some pranksters. So you never know if like somebody, does somebody glue that shut? Right. Um, the pranks are, the pranks are rough. I mean, we, people, it's like family for real. And when we say that it's like your brother pranking you 
in the workplace perhaps sometimes so it wouldn't surprise me if somebody did like i'm gonna get her next time she's in the office she'll think this thing resealed it so (laughs) it did come open (laughs) i had to really try hard uh because i don't really have any upper body strength whatsoever but i finally got it open but man i had to work really hard for that bag of chips that's okay. You were just burning those calories before you ate them. So, you know what I didn't do, and I'm just thinking about it right now. I didn't take my trash out before we left. Shoot. I didn't either, but the only thing in it were some papers because I took my cups from my coffee into the actual trash can in the break room. Mine was definitely snacks. I'm gonna have to go in there this week and throw my trash out. Again. <laughs> Hi co-worker in the office this is gonna be crazy but could you take my trash out (laughs) (sighs) oh it's so funny um I don't know being back is funny but the fact that we were both back today was a good time I I do like it too um I just like I like the routine you know what I mean I just like breaking up to being in the household like it's nice yes. don't get me wrong because i was laughing the other monday well it might have been monday actually yesterday um it's my first day back off of vacation i took a vacation at the end of the year so i was off work from the 23rd through well yesterday and i was like nothing you know first day back totally good i'm not at the office i have on like pink fuzzy slippers i think i had on halloween like orange with giant spider leggings and then, like, my my Lions football hoodie. So I was looking really professional. <laughs> um, thank goodness we didn't have a Zoom call or anything. But yeah. it was awful. I should, tomorrow for the Zoom call, should I wear uh, what our boss got me? Oh. Yes. Yeah, you should. Um, our boss is great. Literally great. And he goes around person to person and plays Santa Claus at Christmas time to deliver us gifts. And I just don't know anybody's boss who thinks of them enough to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, most bosses, even if they're thoughtful, I'm not trying to say people aren't, but like they might hand you a card in the office, not drive to your house on their time off to personally deliver gifts. And we live gifts. sporadically in like all a five over county several area. counties. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. he's really putting in the gas to to come visit all of us yes and time because you're looking at like an hour between some folks houses mm-hmm. um, right but he got me i thought it was a blanket which would have been great too but instead it's not is like the world's largest blanket hoodie if you will it has giant pockets a giant everything i mean it is huge it's huge but it's so soft and remington stole it day one and she just, it's funny on her because it's like almost down to the floor. Um, but it's so nice and soft that I'm going to be like, oh, I thought that you were giving that to me to wear on the work call. <laughs> I thought that that meant it was work appropriate since it came from you. I love it. Actually, no, it would probably look ridiculous because nobody would even know what it was. They'd be like, is Brittany wearing a cape with a hood? <laughs> <laughs> is that little red riding hood? Uh, was that what color it was? Was red? No, it is pink. Um, oh, I was going to say it had been even funnier. But it's got like that, um, like Sherpa, sheepy, whatever on the inside. Yeah, I bet it's super warm. Yeah, Remy likes it. She wears it and then she'll come out and like rip it off because she's hot. Um, 
that's the problem. The downstairs heat works great. The upstairs heat is electric heat, and it's different. Um, but we can't figure it out. Like, it's either 12,000 degrees in our bedroom, or you might wake up with frostbite. No in-between. I feel like that was how my whole day went today. That was how my shower was this morning. That was how my lunch was today. Like, it was either too hot or too cold. Yes, it was your lunch today, too. Jeff complained because um, it was cold, he thought, when we went upstairs. Which, like, Remy sleeps with two blankets. Gatlin is always kicking his stuff off because he's hot. I'm a hot sleeper, so... And I hate to be hot when I sleep. So, to me, it felt great. He's like, God, Brady's going to be sick. So, I'm like, fine. So, I turned the heat on up there. So, um, yeah, about 1 o'clock this morning, I was literally sweating and ready to, like, bash him with this heat. Because it was, like, now I'm miserable and hot. And it's 1 in the morning. So, I'm like, turning it off. So, then about yeah. 4 in the morning, he's like, everybody's going to freeze to death. And I am just going to tell him he can sleep somewhere else where he can regulate the temperature. <laughs> the rest of us were perfectly fine. Right. Get him um, an electric blanket so that when he is sleeping, he can sleep. He has like the world's largest comforter. I kid you not. This thing weighs like 50 pounds and I hate it. We don't care um, blankets. Yeah. I can't. He uses a 50 pound comforter that I despise. And he like pulls it up to his neck as if he's literally in the Arctic. But then sweats all night. Like, he's hot. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe if you'd take that 7,000-pound blanket off, you wouldn't be hot. I have a quilt. It's thin but kind of heavy. I like a heavy blanket, but I don't like a big bulky blanket. And I have to have both a, of course, fitted sheet and flat sheet. He doesn't use a flat sheet, and that annoys me. Yes. Well, and I think also by the time that you're done with your temperature blanket, it's going to be like a weighted blanket. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that because it's going to be big and heavy and mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how that works out. Um, again, if you want to join us in our group, um, Year Long Stitchathon, you can find us. It's actually, um, it's it's a private group, but everybody can find it on Facebook. It's Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast, Year Long Stitchathon. You can't miss it. It's a really long name and I don't think anybody <laughs> else has anything like it. Um, but we're pretty quick on the finger, trigger finger here to get you added. So just request to join us there. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't have to knit or crochet anything. You can just come there to have fun with us. Um, you can message us if you have any questions or if you're in the group and you're not sure how you got there or you just want to know more about us. Um, you can find us there too. We're on Facebook Messenger or Instagram at Needles Hooks DL. Or if you're old school, you can email us. It is spelled all the way out. Needles Hooks and Dirty Looks at gmail.com. Um, otherwise we're really excited. We're going to keep you guys updated as these blankets go. We'll post some pictures and stuff, um, and keep everybody posted, but we thank you for joining us for those that have so far. And we hope that you stick with us for the year. We're pumped about it. Yeah. All right. We'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye.